I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? This is Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World. And I'm currently in Clearwater, Florida, man. Yeah. Y'all know me. I'm always traveling on the road, um, doing work for RTW, of course. Make sure that y'all hit RTW up on ridethewave.co for any pictures, um, video, live stream, photo booth. We got the 360 on the way. Um, currently here with one of our big clients. I'll be here for three days. So if anybody in the Clearwater, Tampa, St. Pete area, feel free to get at your boy. All right. We're about to have a, a wonderful episode. So y'all know how we do this. We're going to start off with the good read. Uh, then what's popping in Vail's world. Then the hot topic for today. It's going to be a juicy one, man. It's going to be a juicy one. So make sure y'all Hang out um, until the end as we, we go through these, these relationship goals that people have. So let's kick it into the good read. The good read today is dun, 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 relationship goals. How to win a dating at dating, marriage and sex by Michael Todd. So this book is, is interesting and it's just on topic for this entire episode. Um, so when this book first came out, I actually recommended it to my little sister and her husband. And then I actually purchased the book and a study guide for my business partner and his um, his wife um, when they were still waiting for the marriage uh, of 2020. So hopefully they enjoyed the book. Hopefully they started doing some of the study guides. Uh, if not, you know, I did my part. Uh, Michael Todd is a great guy. I actually seen some pictures that they shot over the weekend and they have another one on the way. So good luck with that. Um, wish for nothing but a very healthy uh, pregnancy delivery. Like I want everything to be great for you all. Uh, congratulations on that. Um, this book was interesting. For one, it's relationship goals. And I think everyone just need to be conscious in a sense of the individual that's given a message so from the perspective and the lens that they're doing it uh, michael todd is a wonderful uh pastor he's one of the the younger youth uh feel millennial pastor so he has a different swagger around it so it's great to have someone that looks like us and speak the language that we speak uh, that's given relationship advice um especially you know as a near peer so he kind of understand the struggles that we go through in this common age opposed to individuals that's 60 70 80 years old giving us relationship advice when ch times have really changed from back then and one of the things i do love about this book is that it did come with a study guide so it's something tangible that you and your partner can work through uh, throughout the process um, it's very very um, Christian heavy, of course. He he put God in a lot of his sayings. Um, I think the biggest thing that stuck out for me as being a single um, person is that a lot of these things that he spoke about within the book 
was really just going with relationships, period. Just how to treat people um, and how to show up for people, period, which is important. A lot of times we think and assume that how we want to be shown up for is how others want to be shown up for it. It's not that. So really being open and able to communicate with your partner and talk about things, having those difficult conversations, having those crucial conversations in order to get you all to the next level. Um, so again, man, this book was was great. I, I'm glad they brought it out. I recommend anyone that's looking into getting in a serious relationship with someone or someone to just want to prepare and making sure they have the, the emotional capacity to be in a successful relationship. Uh, again, relationship goals, how to win at dating, marriage and sex by Michael Todd. Feel free to hit me up on all my social media platforms, Vales World Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever that you go on Anchor. Hey, make sure y'all hit up the Anchor. Y'all can become a monetary supporter by supporting for as little as 99 cents a month. Also, feel free to leave a voice message, man. I'm not sure if you all are new to this or if y'all are true to this, but I love to put some of those voice messages um, at the beginning of each episode. The more I have, the more I be able to pose, let the world know that y'all are really rocking with the boy and we really do appreciate it. Thank you for your contributions to Veil World. And if y'all want to email me because y'all want to sponsor episode, y'all want to be a guest or y'all would like me to be a guest on an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot me an email at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. It's your boy. All right, what's popping? We had a very interesting week. So Sweet Tea and Quavo. They uh, there was a video released of an elevator incident as a lot of stuff continue to go down in the elevator with black celebrities and entertainers. Now, I'm definitely taking the stairs. <laughs> I honestly don't feel comfortable uh, being in any type of elevator, especially by myself as a black man with one white person, one woman, someone that doesn't identify um, with with the type of characteristics that I have because I hope that it's not intimidating them that they feel like they have to clutch or protect themselves. And that says, I'm just trying to, I'm on this elevator trying to get to where I got to go. I'm not worried about you. Please don't worry about me. This is going to be real nice. But nowadays it's crazy that we got to think about that. But back to Sweetie and Quavo. It, Twitter was going on a rampant, oh my God. So people are justifying abuse, justifying the type of abuse, justifying all these different things, adding things like it's some, I don't know how people see things, especially when it's on footage. It's like, it's right there. Like how, how dare you add something when it's literally right there. So there was a lot of women saying that sweetie didn't deserve what what happened there was a lot of people saying quavo abused her he's um he's a woman beater he was manhandling her and all of these things um and then it was some women that was saying he did it and whatnot he was just trying to get whatever was in the orange box my perspective on it and i tell all my sisters like don't manhandle don't try to manhandle a man and you won't have to worry about being manhandled that's how i look at it if you don't initiate it a lot of times a lot of the manhandling has been initiated, right? Uh, especially in these videos that we see, the Solange video, uh, this video, um, and then we have 
the Ray Rice type of incidents where I don't condemn like none none of that was 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 cool at all. And I'm glad that, you know, the NFL and everyone handled that situation in the way they did. Like you can't abuse people like that, especially when they're down. And in this case, it looks to me that Sweetie was the aggressor. And people are like, oh, he'll do, he's stronger than her. So now that goes back to the transgender um, men that's transgendering to women, that's transferred to women, um, playing men's sports. Like, you can't use that argument saying that men and women are equal and that transgender women should be able to play basketball with women. And then in this case, when it pertains to fighting, all men are stronger than women, so he should just walk away. Um, that's not fair. Be consistent with your argument. Um, so in this case, I said he was stronger than her, so he should never push her down and all this other stuff. He manhandled her, and I agree. He definitely manhandled her. Um, but from my perspective, my observation of the video, it looks like whatever was in the orange Call of Duty case, that's all he really wanted. He was not concerned about her. He was not concerned about beating her. He was not concerned about um, inflicting more harm, damage on her. He really just wanted to protect whatever was in that box. And my goofy self, I'm going to say it was a PlayStation 5 in a box. And if anyone is out here trying to get a PlayStation 5, you understand how hard it is to get. So the story that I put in my head, I don't know none of these people. I'm just basing off this elevator and my imagination. They got into it. He kicked her out the crib. When she was leaving the crib, she was like, oh, you think you just gonna kick me out your crib? All right, cool. I'm going to take your game. I'm going to get you where it hurt. Everybody knows Quavo love playing a game. All the Migos love playing a game. Actually, a lot of men love playing a game because it keeps them in the house. And when they're in the house, they feel like they can't be outside doing something they aren't supposed to do. So you rather have me in the house playing this game or you rather have me outside possibly putting myself in spaces where I can find myself getting in trouble. So they decided to stay in the crib and play the game. She was like, okay, cool. I'm looking around. Cool. I'm going to leave, but I'm going to take this game. Went to the elevator. I don't know who apartment it was. I don't know what was going on. Everything was weird. I don't know if it was her apartment, his apartment. I don't know. They went to the elevator. She was, took the game. He behind the game, my game, game, my game. And, and they got to, you know, got to the elevator. She waiting. I don't know why you would run to the elevator if you run it from someone, but they was waiting. So she took a shoe off. She threw both of the shoes at him, like, get back. Dun, 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 dun. The elevator opened. So he's like, oh, dang, she really trying to get away with my game. So he <laughs> grabbed the game. She grabbed him, right? They tussling over the game. He manhandled her uh, to remove the game out of her hand. And once the get once the once both of them fell and the game was released, he literally protected the game. And <laughs> He guarded this game with his life. It was so funny to me. Like, I was laughing at that. Uh, he didn't do anything else. She was just laying on the ground. I don't know why she didn't get up, but I don't know the severity of the fall. Um, elevator open. Guy came. He looked. He's like, oh, uh, I'm not. I'll take the next one. Like, all right, cool. Went down. The elevator open. Uh, Quavo opens the door. It looked like he was telling her, like, get her, get up. Like, what are you doing? Like, get up and, and leave. She left and he got back on the elevator. So I don't know if he went back. Yeah, I'm assuming he went back to the crib. I don't know where she went barefooted. Um, no one knows. But that's their situation. I, and and, I, and they got mad at somebody on Twitter because somebody said it wasn't abuse abuse. <laughs> Which 
you know, in a sense, when we think of abuse, we think of the extreme. So black eyes, we thinking of, you know, women in particular coming out of this battle looking more like Rihanna uh, in most instances or worse. And coming up from a domestic violence um, childhood, a lot of it was my mom and my, my dad fighting a lot. I was able to see that. And that wasn't that. Some of the fights my mom initiated, some of the fights my dad initiated, and just growing up around that environment. So I know, I, I, I guess, it's, you know, I can say I know what abusive abuse uh, looked like. Um, and I don't wish that on no one. In that situation, it was looked like, you know, two people that were emotionally tied at one point that were fighting over a PlayStation or whatever was in that orange box. They separated. Uh, thank God it didn't es escalate to anything worse. Um, I'm 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 happy it didn't do that. But you know, leave leave them people alone. Um, Tina Turner. Oh my God, Tina Turner. I watched that over the weekend, and I didn't know Tina Turner was so beautiful, man. Back then, wow, she was so beautiful man and a lot of people was comparing Quavo to Ike just based off that incident man and I'm like no like don't don't do that don't do that to someone and, and and watching that movie and learning really figuring out like I watched the movie with Angela Bassett when I was younger and honestly for a long time Angela Bassett was Tina Turner to me like I didn't even know that was an actor I thought that was Tina Turner and you know my St. Louis roots when they moved to St. Louis and started her career and things of that nature that's how I know Tina Turner so looking at that movie it, it was a lot and it, and it covered so much as it pertains to the abuse, as it pertains to the music, as it pertains to St. Louis at the time, as it pertains to jealous men, as it like all these things and just knowing that as a man, that's not the space that I want to be in in a relationship where I'm hating on uh, my, my wife my the, the the mother of my child and that that's not the way I want to create a relationship and just hear her story why she stuck around so long um, because that's what she's seen from her parents growing up that was like normal for her and, and it, it allowed me to reflect on my mom and dad like they didn't necessarily fight because of those type of issues but they fought because of cheating uh, they fought because of like all these other weird things that I was too young to really process at the time and seeing this like seeing you know painted dude as a monster where he just woke up one day and was just feeling some type of way and he'd get abusive um, drinking alcohol and getting abusive and when people ask me now that's why I don't necessarily that's why I'm taking my alcoholic uh, hiatus right now like I'm not drinking alcohol for the entire month of April because I know I've seen what drugs can do in my family firsthand as well as I, I've been in positions where I use drugs um, weed and alcohol as you know to fill voids and, and points of time and even sex and seeing how that was all wrapped around in this series uh, with staying more you know, allowing us to see that she was able to overcome and be the person, be the legend, be the icon and knowing the gap between her actually divorcing Ike Turner and seeing for the first time a man actually win in a divorce settlement 
uh, seeing the the causes and the effects that it have had on her kids and knowing that her son committed suicide not too long ago. Like she's still battling these things. So hearing a woman saying the sacrifices that she felt like she had to make in order for her family to be the family that she wanted her going on the road and things and, and coming back and just trying to be as present as much as possible, which a lot of times we hear, hear this from the men. So seeing a woman and more importantly, a black woman talk about these same shared experiences is a lot. And, and man, it, it, it was eye opening. And I'm so, I'm so proud and honored and blessed to, to, to look and see a powerful, strong woman in our day and age that was able to survive so much. And I shouldn't have to, you know, talk about a woman's strength from from you know from a sense of being able to get out of the relationships and things that she was in but seeing someone that continue to persist and, and and make it work not only with her relationship but also in the music industry being able to challenge and and create something and and when america music industry wasn't feeling it saying hey i'm finna go over here to switzerland i'm finna go over here to london and, and make things work and now that you know, in 2021, we're living in a space where this is her last time coming. Like she, she is an American. She's, she's from Switzerland now. So she's doing her last goodbyes and she's happy. She's married and doing her thing, man. That, that movie really was needed. I know I was young when she finally spoke out on it. I was young when I was looking at the Tina Turner movie with Angela Bassett, but as an adult and seeing how oppression is towards women, especially black women, um, seeing how she was still able to find love and compassion with men, period, and her family and things of that nature and the industry, all these different places and barriers that shut her out. She's nothing but an inspiration to me. And I know she's going through a lot of health issues um, now. So this last hurrah, this last ride, this last tour may be something bigger, but making sure that we give her her flowers while she's still here um, is, is a big thing. That's one of my biggest takeaways from, from the show. And then the George Floyd trial. Um, it's been going on. And it's not the George Floyd because that's over. It's pretty much the, the Derek, uh, I forgot his last name, the officer that's being uh, held, you know, maybe held accountable for this. But he's on trial right, right now and just happened to see that video over and over and over again. And I'm sad because I'm numb to the fact that we've seen this before. We've seen all the evidence. We've seen, we heard all the witnesses. We got everything that's going against this individual and he still may walk. So that's the thing that saddens me the most and being able to reflect and having all these different angles, having all these different testimonies, having these officers saying, hey, we didn't train like that. Having these officers say, you know, you, you know, you, once you apply pressure and once he's handcuffed, he's not really a threat anymore. And seeing all of this stuff and hearing all this stuff and knowing at the end of the day, these people can still say that it's either hung jury or he's not guilty and he'll walk away. And then 
what's going to happen from there. Um, so it, it's, it's been emotionally draining over the week, just following that. Some days I have to just like not look at it at all, not go on CNN, not go on you know, Twitter and things of that nature uh, intentionally just to keep my sanity and keep my peace because it's really draining and it's, it's sad. Uh, um, for me, I don't know the effects that it may have on other people, but for me, it's very sad and I take a lot in. Um, so those that's following that, if anybody, you know, want to challenge me on some of the things that I said, or, you know, want to show some gratitude and some support for anything I said, I get a lot of people that listen that actually have my number and they call and text. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But can y'all stop calling, texting me and put it on Twitter? So let the world know, let the world be a part of our conversation sometimes. Um, but feel free to get at me on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast, or shoot me an email at Vales World Podcast at ldmonger.com. And now we go into hot topics. Oh, man, people got to stop expecting relationship goals from single people. So I think that's that's important. And then we have to stop asking for relationship goals from celebrities. They have access to different type of resources, uh, including money and finances, but their life is completely different. So a Birkin bag to them might not necessarily be um, as price in a stand or much much as a liability to them that it will be for a individual that's really working you know hard not saying that somebody making a million dollars not working hard but it looks completely different from an individual that's working just as hard and not getting as much right and most of the people that i've noticed even like with women particularly the women that's making at least they be on trips every weekend and i know doctors lawyers professors that they have to plan vacations a year in advance just to get there uh, most of it because they have responsibilities and then we have people because it's not just women we have people that's making um less than 45k and they outside every day all day throughout the whole covid um so it's like how are y'all able to afford this and why are y'all putting these responsibilities on other people? I want somebody that's that's paying all of the rent. Like, okay, what type of rent do you want? Like, what what type of apartment do you plan on having where an individual that's making $45,000 um, salary is able to afford the entire rent and bills and pay all the bills for you and him? Um, like what type of lifestyle do you want? I think that's a big question that a lot of people have to have. I did ask a question on my Facebook. I said, when you ask for a six figure person, what exactly are you asking for? Are you asking for the doctor, the lawyer, the professor, the CEO, um, or someone that has a leadership position in a, in a corporation or a university, um, which they you know, that comes differently from somebody that's that sell drugs, that's an athlete, that's a rapper, entertainer. Like both of those individuals, they have completely different ways of expressing their wealth and their riches, right? Um, so like what do what type of lifestyle do you want? What exactly are you asking for when you're saying you want someone that's making six figures? Um, because with that, it becomes a different type of expectation as well as responsibility uh, from those individuals. A rapper that's out here living that got his riches within three years and he became a millionaire you know, still young, they still want to be outside, hit the clubs and things of that nature. They still want to stunt, be on a gram and things of that nature. But when it comes to a doctor that's been working in the space, going to school and all these things for 10 years, um, 
they're not necessarily about to be outside and be as flashy. Um, so it's like, what exactly are you asking for when you ask for the six figure man? You know, um, and I, and I think that's an important piece. Uh, these celebrity couples, they they have different struggles, right? Uh, everybody wants a piece of them. They they out in the spotlight. They they known more. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of individuals that's selfish out here. We look at Snoop Dogg wife, we look at Ice T wife, and they never, 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 uh, you know, thought about having a divorce for the most part, for what we know. And these were guys that portray themselves as being the biggest pimps in the industry, right? And then we also have men that rap two chains, Jeezy. We have all these different people, you know, that's rapping, Gucci man, that's talking about the women and things of that nature. And they have wives at home. We have the city girls now. We have Meg. We have all these different people that talk, that talk in their music and that's leading a crowd of people astray, even as it pertains to gang banging and selling drugs in street life. We got people that rap this music that's not necessarily living that life um, because they are capable of separating the music from reality. So you have people that entertain, that's their job. And we have people that follow and they can't separate the two. So making sure that, you know, we are mindful that the struggles are different. You got, you, you got somebody that's making all this money, but they only at home three times, uh, three months out of a year because they on the road doing tours or they practicing and things of that nature. You know, you may have a doctor, but he's on call three, four days out of the week, you know, Working every day, all day, honestly, because once that phone ring, they got to go. That can be a firefighter. They can be a, then I don't know that many firefighters making six figures, but they can be a firefighter, police officer, I guess a chief uh, that's making that type of money. I don't know. Y'all can feel free to correct me. Um, so just knowing like the lifestyle you want and being able to build towards that, opposed to seeing these people that's making millions of dollars, that is not the rule. That's the exception. A lot of men, uh, and if you want to down it down to black men, when you really want to narrow that that field down, there's not a lot of us that's making that amount of money. So really figuring out what does that look like and what type of lifestyle you want. Do you want to own a house or do you want to, you know, you want to pay rent at an apartment? <laughs> like, do you want to go half on a mortgage or, you know, for a nice size house with three bedrooms and things of that nature? Or do you want somebody that's paying all of the mortgage for a six bedroom, but never there? Right. So being able to figure out what lifestyle you, you really want and what sacrifices are you really to make to fulfill that desire? Um, never assume someone knows how to treat you. I see a lot of false information where someone's saying, oh, if he don't know how to treat me, then he ain't for me. Or if she don't like, no, like you have to communicate as a mature individual, as a young adult. It it baffles me to see so many people supporting these dumb memes on social media. Like you saying that someone's supposed to come in your life and automatically know how to treat you. That makes no sense at all. Uh, I think the decency at the bare minimum is is it, there's ways to treat humans overall. But to talk about he's supposed to know exactly what I want and things of that nature, that's that's not natural. So being free and in a space where you can communicate with your significant others, what's some things that you like? What's some things that you don't like? What's some things that I can do better? What's some things we can improve on? Right. Um, a lot of conversations that people don't have is about sex. Like, do you even know what you like in sex? Do you know what you don't like in sex? Do you know how to communicate effectively to your partner uh, some things that you would like to see uh, in sex? Those conversations we 
we we try to avoid uh, finances. We we try to avoid conversations as it pertains to finances. And now you don't fall fell in love with this person, really not knowing that they have a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt and that their credit score is a five ninety nine and things of that nature because you avoided that. And now you're using love as a void in order to feel that and hopes that you all can correct that issue together. Not really knowing what's people expectation as it, as it pertains to salary, like how much money are you worth or how much money do you want to be worth in the future, which are important questions because that's going to, you know, give you the lifestyle that you want. And sometimes the lifestyle that you want as it pertains to the materialistic things, as it pertains to the comfort and access to resources is going to come with, you know, taken away from the time and affection that you will have. So really figuring out what you want. Is a six-figure person really what you want or is it somebody that's in a 75, 80 range because they have enough money to really maintain as well as, you know, thrive a little bit in some spaces, but then they also have the time to give you um, the attention and all that stuff to have as well. So really figuring out what exactly do you want in a significant other that can fulfill all of your needs, not just the financial needs, not just the bragging rights and pride and ego. Uh, I feel like a lot of that comes from ego and social media and things of that nature. <sighs> what do you want? Not what you think you want. So really talking and, and, and writing things down of what do you want? Not necessarily what do you want in a person, but what do you want out of life? And if you can tell someone that, they can kind of figure out, or you all can figure out together, where does this individual aligns in my life, right? Everyone don't align with your life because they don't align with your goals. They don't, they don't align with the things that you see on the other side of the tunnel, and that's all right. But if you have an idea what the other side of the tunnel looks like and the path and necessarily steps that you want to take to get there or to guide you there, because some things may pivot as we learn and grow. Something, some steps may come before the order in which we thought it would come. So being able to make those pivots when the time allowed, but at least you have the roadmap that can help you and your partner get there. Right. Now, and, and I think that's important. And a lot of times, you know, in these celebrities, like we, we don't see that. We just see them being happy. We see them spending all this money on fancy cars, fancy house, having a family. We see some people getting divorced in, in two months. Some people getting divorced in two years. Some people getting divorced in 10 years. Everybody life is different. And we idolize in these things based off what they present, which we always try our best to put our best foot forward. A lot of people don't not going to show or display our downfalls. And a lot of times when we do it's because we want to allow people to know that we are human as well. We use this moment in our platform to be vulnerable so y'all can know like, hey, we are not perfect and it's fine. It's okay. But we don't do that enough. So really have an idea of knowing what you want. You can ask a lot of people what they want. They're going to say all this other stuff, all this other stuff, all this other stuff. But then if you ask them, what's the sacrifice of getting that? right? They they won't know because they didn't necessarily think it through. They just know this is what I want. I want a big house. I want a lot of money. I want a lot of cars. I want three kids. I want a pit bull. I want this. I want that. I want that. Okay. Are you willing to do the things to, to get that as well as keep it? The first step is getting it. But now once you get it, are you willing to take the sacrifices to keep it? Right? Are you willing to handle the things that you actually want? 
in Wonder Woman, you know, the biggest thing that I got from that movie was saying, you know, people wish for things, but not necessarily think about what it takes to to maintain or to handle that wish. So now you find yourself wishing for things to solve problems that you created for yourself. It's not about having no problems. I don't want to go into no spaces with having no problems. I just want to have good problems. <laughs> like, I just don't want to have those problems. You, you, you feel me? So it's like figuring out what does that look. I don't want to have problems like I had in the past. My problems now are completely different. My struggles now are completely different. It'd be upsetting for me to believe that I don't want to. I want to have a problem-free life. Like no. So I don't train people to 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 think about this fairy tale of having a problemless life, but more of having a skill set to problem solve faster and making the best decision, which it won't bite them in a butt fifty years from now, fifty days from now, fifty seconds from now. Right. Um, I don't feel bad for anyone that's in hip hop, man, man or woman that's getting cheated on um, because they talk about it in their music. Right. So it's like this is what they talk about. So it's like if these things happen, you know, they happen like he said it in his music a thousand times. Why get mad? Or she said it in her music a thousand times. Why get mad? Unless they have a ghostwriter and they really putting on the front and they not about their life period, which is very rare. So being able to to, OK, accept a, a person for who they are and not trying to make them into the person in which you want them to become and knowing the, the, the game. Right. So it's like this is entertainment. A lot of that, you know, it, it, it comes with the territory. And when you sign up for it being able to to take it on the chin you know when you say hey this is what i'm fighting for this this is what i'm fighting for stop trying to get in people's lives and change them completely because that's where the failure is they they find uncomfort a lot of people get divorced and break up because individuals go in their life and they try so hard on changing them opposed to allowing them to be exactly who they are at this moment, just because they're doing this now doesn't mean they're going to do it forever. A lot of times, we go, oh, man, they once a cheater, always a cheater, and all this other shit. Like, no, nah, he in a moment, right? She in a moment. It It's going to happen. Especially when both of y'all working and no time is there to show the affection that's needed in a relationship because all we say, all we want is money, cars, clothes, and Birkin bags, heels, jays and things of that nature and we didn't necessarily think about the infection the affection that we want from our significant other the time that we want how do i like a lot of people don't even talk about love languages and that's there how do we feel appreciated and valued what are we going to hold on um, to in the time we're apart having a real conversation about sex how do you view sex what are the what are, what are the impacts you know that sex brings um, in our relationship and in, in relationships with anyone. And people don't have those conversations. So again, if a man or a woman, you know, someone rapping and saying they got so-and-so, so-and-so licking on them and three girls or, you know, somebody eating ass and all this other stuff, like you got to honor that. They, you can't, however you're trying to see them now, you can't necessarily change them for that. Just maybe this time in both of y'all life is not, it's not feasible for y'all, and that's okay. That's okay. Get them time to grow out of that. You know, who they are at 23, 24 may be completely different than who they are at, at 28, 30. So giving people that space, man, giving people grace, man, respecting and honoring who they are now and not forcing them to be the person that you want them to be. 
most people just want the clout in a relationship. That's all they want. Most people just want the clout. They want to post and say they're in a relationship. They want to talk about the things they've done. They want to talk about the things that the other person gave them. They want to talk about the things that they gave the other person. So it, it, it's a huge show because they want to live that entertainer life. They want to live that celebrity life opposed to being just who they are and loving that person for being that person. We already know that a lot of men are only loved based on what they can provide to the relationship outside of just being them. If you love a man just for being them, then you, now you babying a nigga or you all this other stuff. Like we we see it a lot. So being able to really figure out do do I do I do I want the recognition? Do I want all these you know? Do I want validation from my peers um, on what was purchased and things of that nature? Or do I really just want to be in love? Do I really just want to create a family? Um, do do does this individual goals align with mine? And can we really withstand the the test of time jesus died a virgin trying to save the world unmarried and all of us get married when things go bad when things go good we blame jesus and when things go bad we ask jesus for help <laughs> and this man died a virgin unmarried so we asking for someone we we asking we ask for marriage counseling for somebody that's never been married. Someone that never had sex. Someone that all he did in his life was serve others and try to lead people to a better path of living and got crucified for it. So you want a man that's Jesus-like and don't necessarily think that or remember that this man wasn't married. This man was a virgin. He died this way. But you want a man Jesus-like that goes without sin. We all sin. So it's just figuring out what, what are you willing to tolerate? And that's for both, both sexes, right? It's figuring out what do we want to tolerate? How can we compromise? How can we become better uh, for each other? Not social media, not our family. What can we do that's going to be better for us and to making sure that we can withstand the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> Cause we say into death do us part, but as we see that there's a lot of financial gain in divorce, and a lot of times it's with the women. So that's pretty much my take, man. It's it's a lot, and I'm still like processing and challenging some things in my brain. And I know that one day I'm going to have a woman sit across from me and we just going to have this conversation and just figure out because I want you all to have both perspectives a man and a woman. and. I'm quite sure it's probably some men out there that my perspective doesn't, that my truth is not necessarily their truth. So I really just like to explore and just have a conversation with as many people as possible on this topic because there's a lot of people want these celebrity lifestyles, uh, but don't necessarily want the same things that celebrities go through. There's a lot of people that want to be dependent upon someone else, but also want to have that independent freedom. There's people that want um, a six-figure individual, but don't necessarily know the time commitment that they usually have within their six-figure paying career is some people that you know com confusing job and career overall and, and losing out on so many opportunities so when it comes to relationship it gets very tricky because there's so many things that intersect and really having that conversation or intersection and a lot of us we you know 
we are products of our past experiences. So based off what we've seen directly or indirectly is what we, uh, that's what we create our truth based off of. So at the end of the day, find out what relationship worked for you. Uh, you can take pieces of any relationship. You can take pieces of any of your experience and create the perfect relationship. Just making sure that you try your best to have a universal truth and not a convenient truth because the universal truths are always going to be true and it's never, 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 never going to fail you. Um, well, at least there's a short opportunity, a very short chance of it failing you. So this is today's episode of Veil's World Podcast. Make sure that Y'all hit your boy up on all the social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vail's World Podcast. Um, if y'all, again, if y'all want to guest on the show, become a sponsor to an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot me an email at Vail's World Podcast at ldmonger.com. Hit up my anchor at Veil World Podcast. Become a monetary uh, supporter for as little as 99 cents a month. Leave a voice message and show up on a upcoming episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Veil's World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. Veils World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team. <laughs>